nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurport and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl, Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl, Nay. How's everything going? It's been a little hectic for me, man. I have, my dog had to have surgery. Plus, I'm starting a new job. I got admitted to college to pursue my MBA. So it's just been a lot of stuff all at the same time. So it's been fairly, fairly hectic. That was one of the reasons that I wasn't even able to record last week. Because I, you know, after that Monday... Um, when we had to push it back after that, I was just so tired. Um, cause my, like I said, my dog had surgery, so I've been having to watch her and, uh, you know, maintain to try to make sure her scar is healing up and doesn't get infected. Plus this new job in college has been a lot of shit. So tired. <laughs> it's just the word to describe it. What about yourself? Um, same here. Well, not with the dog. I hope my role is okay. Start a new job. I haven't made the decision about when I'm going back to school. I know that I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it. And just trying to enjoy life. That's all. So I know you had said that you started, um, that you were doing that job where it's fully remote. So you got, so you started something after that. So it's a new one aside from that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, just look, a recruiter reached out to me um, on Indeed, and I thought it was a scam, but it turned out it wasn't a scam. So start Wednesday. Okay. And it's fully remote as well, and like a good company. Like I said, it was just weird that they reached out like that. And it was how it was titled. I was like, yeah, this is a scam. <laughs> Well, that's good, though. That's awesome. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the hot topics for this week. First, let's start with, we can start with some sad news. Um, Johnny Brown from Good Times, he did pass away. So, obviously, prayers and condolences to his family, his friends, and everything like that. It's very sad to see. I mean, like, it's, it's been a tough couple of last couple of years. We've been seeing a lot of people just kind of passing away. Um, I didn't see, I saw it pop up on the timeline, but I don't know. I didn't see what the cause of death was. I'm not sure if it was revealed or not in there. So I don't really know. I can't really speak to that portion of it, but I did see that he did pass away. Also, I will say in other kind of sad, I don't I mean, I think it's like sad and terrifying and all those type of things roll into one Um, WNBA player, Brittany Griner. She had she was arrested in Russia. So obviously, for those who don't know, the WNBA doesn't really pay any money. Well, look, shit, they don't pay nothing. They don't pay no money. So the vast majority of WNBA players do have to go and play still play basketball overseas. That's where they make the vast majority of their money. Brittany Griner has been playing in Russia for the past seven years. So she goes 
once her season stops in the U.S. with the WNBA, she goes and plays in Russia um, in the seasons over there. She's been doing that for the past seven years. Obviously, with them going to war with the Ukraine, President Biden issued that to, you know, that call to everybody, all American citizens that were in the Ukraine, as well as in Russia, bring, you know, to come home. So she was on her way back um, earlier in February to try to get back home. And she was actually detained in the airport. They said that her belongings, she, they found a vape with um, cartridges that supposedly contain, uh, contain hash oil. Um, so they're charged, they charged her with, I guess, possession of drugs, I don't know, or drug paraphernalia or something like that. They say she can face up to 10 years in Russia. So, and from what I understand, the there's a person, like, an, I don't know if it's like the ambassador or whatnot, who, um, whenever somebody is detained in the foreign country. So whenever somebody is detained in Russia, they're actually able to go see the person just to make sure they're okay. From what I understand, the person, um, that person has said that they haven't even been able to go see, haven't been able to see her. And she's been detained, even though the story is just now breaking. They said she was detained earlier in February when she was trying to like earlier in February, when she was trying to get out of the country before um, the whole war started. So that shit is just crazy, terrifying. Like, I don't, I hope somebody has heard some of, uh, you know, the, the reports haven't said anything, but I hope some of her people have heard from her. I don't know. Um, just a whole terrifying situation. Let's see what else we got here. All right. So we got two pretty, um, outside of that, we got two other pretty interesting stories. I will say, let's start with, um, I want to save the making the band one. Let's start with the whole Baby Tate, Erica Banks, Nicki Minaj thing. So apparently the way it started is somebody on Twitter asked, um, Baby Tate was asking who they thought she should feature on the song. Somebody suggested Nicki. And she went into this whole thing about how Nicki has not responded, didn't respond to her previous DMs and how she, you know, she's not saying that Nicki owes her anything. But, um, you know, she's paid so much homage to Nikki and been so supportive and she felt like she needed a feature, like she wishes that she would have did the feature. And then I guess Erica Banks um, also kind of decided to chime in on that and end up getting blocked by Nikki. I don't know. I just find the whole situation weird for like for all the people who say that Nikki is washed, um, you know, don't nobody want to work with her. She's not for any of the girls, you know, she's not, you know what I mean? All the things that they say about her, it always seems that these girls get on the internet and beg for features from her. Yeah. It's just weird because I'm like, I think somebody, I don't know who Malibu bitch is. I'm guessing she's another rapper. Yeah. But she made a good statement of all these other high profile award-winning artists haven't even worked with her and you come in the game for like two minutes and like oh yeah because even Erica Banks explanation was like oh I'm a fan so of course I want to work with her but like okay well build your portfolio and she said millions of times if she can't bring anything to it she's not going to hop on the track 
And I can't knock her for that because people are already critical as fuck. And why, who would do that? I'm like, that, to me, that's like, it's foolish. It's a waste of time. Um, and it kind of waters down her artistry or her as an artist to say, okay, well, everybody to ask me for a feature, I'm going to hop on that track. No, you be selective about who you work with, your partnerships. And I'm like, again, y'all be dragging her underhandedly and then get on the internet and be like, well, no, it wasn't really a drag. I've been a fan. Oh, okay. If you say so. So with the whole, with the whole Nikki thing, like I just, like I said, I just find it weird that, you know, like all, all of them beg her for these features, yet everything I see is, oh, she's washed. She ain't, she can't never get a number one. Da, 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 da. So I just don't, why do y'all want to work with her so bad? If, if all y'all, like if she's known as this mean girl in the industry and all of that, why does everybody get on? get on the internet and complain about not getting a feature from her like I, it's confusing to me i don't understand it yeah i i don't know and i'm not like a super huh? fan but it'd be weird and i don't understand people like she watched i'm like is it because she hadn't released like i and it's not that she hadn't released anything recently i'm like if you don't like it just say you don't like it but to say she watched and she don't make hits and let's not go that far like i just like this hate yeah exactly exactly i will say that i think i would i will say as somebody who you know liked nikki when she first came out i will say that i i hope for her sake i hope that this next project that she has coming out is her last project because i just to be completely honest and i hate to say this i will say that her personal completely derailed her brand um in terms of music and i just feel like there's no coming back from that i think that she would be better suited to finish do this let this be her last album and then pull like a ll ludicrous tyrese and go into acting like that's always been a second passion of hers go into that you know what I'm saying? Take a couple acting classes and hop your ass in some movies or something and just completely, you know what I'm saying? Because with actresses, at least you get to disappear into a role and they take they don't focus as much on because you're not presenting yourself. You're presenting a character and shit like that. So they don't really hit as heavy on your personal life. So I feel like she could really she could benefit from going into acting more because in music it's just focusing on her. And like I said, I feel like her personal fucked her brand. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Her brother and then the husband is just like, bruh. Ain't no recovering. Like she, yeah. I just, ugh, I don't know. I still, I still, I don't, I still to this day with all of the options that she had for dudes, I just don't understand why that was the choice you know what i'm saying like even if you even if it was like well let me let me slide with him for a little bit he should have been like a slide you know what i'm saying like a hit and quit like that shouldn't have been the you know the baby Mary. daddy married for wrestling nah 
That should have been a hit and quit. If if you was on, <laughs> it should have kept that shit on the low low. Right. <laughs> don't, don't never let nobody find out about this, like ever. I don't know. Like I see your ass on the weekend where I'm off and move the fuck on. And then I'm like, they always bounce with me. Like you went and cho- like you went and picked up trash. Facts. Like I ain't saying that you had to go with somebody in the industry or somebody like. But you really get trash. Facts. She so. really she stooped she stooped to the bottom of the barrel for that one. Right. And then it didn't help like you had just came off a scandal and you right back in another one. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, I think that I hope I hope for her sake that this next album is her last project and that she, like I said, completely flips rebrands and maybe goes into acting or something like that something where her personal can't won't really affect the you know what i'm saying won't affect the business won't affect the brand as much i don't know yeah she don't seem to want to move away i just that's another thing that that's another critique that i have for musicians and artists know when the fuck to walk away you know what I'm saying? Know when it is time to wrap it up and walk away and walk away gracefully. Like she was at the top for so many years. Somebody should be in her ear and be like, hey, listen, it ain't hitting the way that it used to. We need an exit strategy at this point. So you can walk away with some type of grace or dignity left. Because at this point, it ain't happening for you, boo. Yep, yep. Hopefully she gets it together um i don't know though i don't know and the fact that she still be posting pictures with him like child just don't do it just don't do it and i mean it to be honest with you they don't need nikki no more they have a nikki replacement in doja so you know what i mean like doja really is nikki 2.0 so they don't need her anymore so i don't like I said, I hope she got an excess strategy. Because <laughs> if, because those two, she, when she released those two records, that do you have a problem record? If that record couldn't, couldn't stay in rotation and shit, I don't know what to tell you, sis. Because that, to me, out of the two singles, that was her best one. Little Baby is on, on fucking fire. Like anything he touched been hot. So if you couldn't even, and it, even though it debuted at number two, if you couldn't get that, to get radio spins and radio play because that in all honesty that's the issue with her records is that they don't get any radio spin and radio because if you've ever turned on the radio that do you have a problem i don't know even understand how it went to number two um without any radio because that week that it was released i never heard it on the radio not one time like i never hear any of her songs anymore on the radio so i'm like I understand radio ain't as big at, at anymore, but if you get zero radio play, your shit ain't never, mm. it ain't gonna stay in the top no more. So, I don't know. Yeah. If that don't, if her record, if that do you have a problem record didn't hit, then that should have been a signal for her. Yeah, it's time to go ahead and and get the exit strategy and figure out how to bow out of this shit gracefully. Oh uh, well, as gracefully as she can. It's been an ugly, ugly. Hey, should have just. Ooh. Ooh. 
mistakes you make. Listen, she if she was smart, if she was smart, I if I would have straight, if it was me, I would have straight PR that relationship with Lewis Hamilton. Like, even if y'all wasn't gonna say that would have been my fucking PR relationship. That would have at least allowed her brand to to rebrand. Lewis, Lewis Hamilton is a good look, regardless of what anybody wanna say. He's a billionaire in the, in the NASCAR world or formula uh what is he a formula drive formula 1 driver so you know he didn't made so much money there he's kind of known as a goat in that area like that would have been such a good look for her like i if i was whoever was in her camp i would have been like listen you want to if you want to play with play with the hood dude or whatever on the side, whatever. But you need to PR this shit with Lewis. Make this <laughs> PR shit work. Because that's the only way to fix your brand right now. Because you got too much shit going down. Yep. All at once. Complete mess. Messiness. And I know you said you wanted to touch on the, the Brittany Griner situation. Yeah, just given, like, I'm just wishing, you know, the best for her. I know somebody mentioned that. And I mean, of course, it's Russia. And of course, they use the term now same gender loving. Um, I never heard of that term before. It was new for me today. Um, so I know that adds like another layer of like complication to the situation. So like I definitely like wish her the best. Hopefully she gets out of there. I just feel like, I don't know. Hopefully she gets because it's like she's low profile, but at the same time, anybody could be used as a pawn. So we yeah. shall see. Um, yeah that's why I said that situation is so scary because I'm like shit you know ugh. and like I said you face she facing up to 10 years they could literally just say nah you getting 10 you know scary 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 all right so let's go ahead and jump into the final hot topic this week now, I saw this video on the Neighborhood Talk, so salute to them. Um, they did an interview with Freddie P from Making the Band because for some reason, Diddy was trending again because Making of the Band clips started to play. And people were like, why don't people go at Diddy the same way that they do Tyra? Because the way he treated Making, you know what I'm saying? The way he treated the making of the band people, you could say was shit. He was he was out here, you know, making them walk to go get fucking cheesecake and shit like that. So essentially he was trending. And then people who were on making the band, um, we saw two of the guys from day 20. We saw one of the guys from day 26, um, Willie Taylor. He spoke up first and he said that, you know, when you're young and hungry, you'll sign anything and the contracts wasn't right. Lesson learned. And then you saw Freddie P. He was in the first original making the band. What the fuck were they called? Shit. Um, to um, Danity Kane was the oh, girl. Um, what the fuck were they called? Now I got to look it up. Shit. I can't remember. Cause they were the original. They were the originals. Uh, Cause she was on there with like Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what the fuck was their group called? Danny Kane was the girls. Day twenty six was the R and B boy group. 
they was like the rapper singer. They had rappers, and and then Sarah was Sarah Stokes was the only singer in the group. Everybody else was rappers. Oh, um, I remember Die Line, Die Line, Die Line. What the name? Is <laughs> What's the name of that group? Oh man, it's I'm with you. It's gonna bother me now. Um, I need to know. Oh, they were just simply called the band. Band, okay. I saw that. And I was like, I don't remember that. But I don't either. I can I just, okay. So yeah, so they were just simply called the band. So Freddie P was one of the rappers on that. And he he basically said, fuck Diddy. And he went off in the comments. And so um, then Neighborhood Talk sat down and talked with him. And like watching him speak, I was like, shit. Shit. Did he really, did he really... Woo, I don't know. I feel like Diddy Diddy got some got some exp- I don't I don't even know if I want to say explaining, but he he owed a culture a lot because I feel like Freddie P ain't the only person who has dealt with Diddy or who's been signed to Diddy or who felt who felt the way that he that he felt. Yeah. Like too many claims. It's not like one person and you like oh and maybe they disgruntled like it's a known fact I think oh what was that conversation where they was I forget what it was but people were laughing about it, it was like yeah because Diddy don't pay his people or something like that but I'm like you on this whole like oh it's brother love okay so if it's brother love pay your fucking people and you supposed to be doing so much shit for the culture go back Pay your fucking people. And I'm like, we forgetting about his other artists like Maze, all these people that he basically fucked over. Yep. And they've all said it because we saw him and Mace had a falling out. Um, we cause that was I think that's what that what that was what brought up the conversation because Mace called him out online because he said he still ain't got his money from bad boy days. Like he still he said the contrast was fucked. And if you saying you know, because Diddy was, that's what it was. Diddy, remember, was talking about ownership and all of this shit like that. And Mace came back and was like, well, shit, you you, talk, you took every, all of our fucking masters. If you want to talk ownership, let us buy our shit back. Because he said, I offered to buy it back. And he wouldn't let me buy my masters back. So that's what started the whole conversation back then. And I just feel like, I mean, shit, he right. Because Diddy is always constantly now preaching ownership, this, that, and the other. Yeah, he be holding people shit hostage. Yeah. Like if 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 Big was really your people's the way you said you was, why do you still own Big's masters? His masters should have revert if you really loved him the way you said. You should have reverted his masters back to his his kids. They should own that shit, not Diddy. Yep. Like I, I guess it goes back to there's no way for. At this point, when people like, oh, you know, listening to Diddy and all that about how to get rich, if he's not telling you how he schemed people and got over on people, man, let that shit go. Because that's how he got there. A big majority of his money came from fucking over people with badass fucking contracts. It wasn't just, you know, um, the white on record labels, if that's what you want to call it, back in the day, your Atlantic or whatever, it was still Diddy's. Where you like, okay, well, I don't have to deal with them, so I'm gonna go to Bad Boy. Hopefully, they do me right. And then you have these people that are young and hungry, 
And if you say, hey, I'm going to give you this, and I ain't touched that money, and this money could potentially change my family life for the time being, because we need immediate relief, of course they're going to sign it. And did he know that they're going to sign it? Yeah. And it, it just sucks. Like, now you want to get on the internet and say, oh, you know, ownership, and I'm all about love and positive vibes. Well, if you're about it, do right. Yeah. Because he could always go back and correct the shit that he did back in the day but you always do that i like this shit greedy as fuck like you get you like real life get people out here it's right back at square one and you are on a fucking private hour this shit's me that's trifling yeah facts facts and i hate the the excuses that are made for him is that people people who say that well he gave the people the standard contract okay but again if he if he knew better and he knew that black people was being fucked over the way that they was, why did he have to add on to it? You know what I'm saying? As a black man, if you knew that people was getting fucked over in the industry, why couldn't you want to be better? Why couldn't you want to be a salvation for our people? Like come to bad boy and don't get, you know what I'm saying? And get a better experience than what you get going to a white label or working with these white folks. So I don't know. That's just That's my um, people like it's standard. I'm like, so we can't do nothing outside of that, or he couldn't do nothing outside of that. Like you couldn't do better, right? You can't say, "Hey, I got your back here," and he still would have made money. I'm like, there's no reason if he's worth a billion dollars. Okay, he would have been worth five hundred million. I mean, he still got money. Much more money that he's going to spend this lifetime. It's 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 foolishness. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. So yeah, that's all we got for hot topics today. I will say, just as a as a reminder, because uh, that whole Freddie P interview is it's on the neighborhood talk. So if y'all um follow them or go check out their um their Instagram page and you can see that um and it, it, and it goes pre- he he gets serious like he was literally on there talking about like when I see his kids on the screen like his sons with the cars and shit like that I'm like fuck them and fuck them kids like because that's my money they them cars is my money and shit like that. I feel like that's my money like damn like that shit like just go if just if you get a chance go watch that shit because man I watched that shit and I was like fuck because he felt like I felt He's like, I felt like I ain't got no fucking life no more because you don't even worry about death because I'm back where I, you know what I'm saying? I'm back in the hood. I'm back where I am started. I'm like, fuck. That shit fuck with me, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diddy got a lot of, to answer for. That's all I'm going to say. And all I'm and I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to say that if y'all consistently want to bash Tyra Banks and hold Tyra Banks accountable every fucking month y'all need to start holding these men accountable too who did some shiesty ass shit and diddy is right there at the top of the fucking list but then making a band shit was ridiculous like the walk-in for the cheese just foolishness like what the fuck is that like at least with tyra as messed up as some of the stuff may have been it pertains to the model industry and probably situations that you would be in. Well, why they had to walk 
over the Brooklyn Bridge for cheesecake book. Listen. And then when you go to New York and figure out that Junior Cheesecake is literally every fucking word, you like, oh, they had to walk to this one for. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know at all. Crazy times that we was living in back then with all the shit that was going on. FYI, hold on. Before we move on from Hot Topics, did you see were they thinking about rebooting College Hill, but with celebrities? I hope fucking not. Absolutely not. I did not see that, but no. Okay. No. Yeah, go on there. Go just go on IG and, and you'll see. I think a couple people didn't post it, a couple of them blogs and posted it now. But yeah, they're talking about rebooting College Hill. Um, they've already at Texas Southern, they've spotted um Nene Leaks. Lamar Odom, Ray J, a couple of other people have already been on campus, and somebody, some people are saying it's a supposed to be like a College Hill reboot. Um, and I'm just like, don't do this, don't do this. Not everything has to be made with celebrities. And secondly, College Hill was just a moment that you had to be there for. If you didn't live through that back in the day, like I don't feel like they should try to remake it, redo it. All I'm going to say is it was a moment in time. And if you wasn't old enough for it, I'm sorry. Because I just... <sighs> but what I'm trying to figure out is, y'all don't even... And this is... Oh, this is probably going to say I'm ages as fuck. But y'all ain't even going to get college age. Like, new... Because the college... Like, just be honest. You watch college here. These were 2019, 20, yeah. 21 for the most part it wasn't nobody no re-entering and all this shit it was fucking fresh ass college students yeah like no this just irritated my spirit but not only that what pisses me off is that you have so many celebrity folks who down college and like oh fuck college i don't need college so why why do a show about celebrities focusing on going back to college? And we all know they ain't gonna actually really get no fucking degree. It's just a check for them. So it's it to me, it's making a mockery of college. I mean, you don't you don't even have the like I know like the college hill pay, but when you think about like the stuff that they did and all it, it was just hmm. But like how you say it's like y'all say, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't have to. I get a check involved. So mm-hmm. oh. I don't like yeah, it. That just makes me mad because when you think about the last college chill, it's like, first of all, I ain't no rebounding from that one. Like you would have had to have a phenomenal like <laughs> cast put together to come back from the Virgin Islands, the whole Caribbean. Like, yes. And I think that, yeah, that was the last college. So it ain't no rebounding from that 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 whole season. That season was fire though. Ooh, that was a good season. <laughs> Shit, that was a good season. I ain't gonna lie to you. That one had me on my. Right. When, when old girl, when old girl busted that girl upside her head with that, she was like, she was beating on the wall. She make me believe. She, I was like, bitch. Oh, she gonna whoop your ass. <laughs> Do not come for her. She told you not. You still went. Like, it was just, I'm like, so it's no rebounding from me. And I, it just don't give, like, for us that watch College Hill, 
it gave like a real perspective of you know this is college and it was yeah. college life for them like they worked regular ass jobs they weren't no fucking celebrity already millionaires like you just know yeah exactly no. Exactly. And then why not give actual college students that opportunity? Why does it have to be? <sighs> this shit just hurts. I'm telling you, they always trying to reinvent the fucking wheel. They should have just, like I said, it, it was a time that that shit was fire. They should have just left it at that and let's not, let's just leave it there. You know? It ain't necessary to redo every fucking thing. Right. Mm-mm. That's my vent for the day. All right, let's go ahead and move. <laughs> let's go ahead and move to the relationship portion of the show. Ready? So my question, and I think we kind of discussed this like last week with the whole Kiki Shear thing, but um, coming off the heels of that, um, it was another topic going on social media. Um, would you be okay with your man being in one of your close friends, close friends list on Instagram? Yeah. So I actually saw this floating around on Instagram and I had to, I don't, so I don't really use all of the features on Instagram. And one of the features I don't use is the close friends feature. Cause I just feel like I don't post the content that I post. I don't feel like I post like, any, you know what I'm saying, on Instagram, that if, if I'm going to send something that I just want to send to my actual quote-unquote close friends, I'll just send it in the group chat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't post, you know what I'm saying? I don't really post that shit on Instagram like that. So, I had to really think about it of like, okay, so if I use this feature, I guess it's similar to like if you do a group chat with your friends. So, I mean, maybe you posting like, I don't, because I, again, I just really was like, what the fuck would you be posting in there that would be so like? Cause I mean, shit, if I did a close, even if I did on Instagram use close friends, I'd be like, it'd probably be like some inside jokes or some shit like it wouldn't be nothing. I don't I don't know. But I, I saw the girl who originally posted, I think she's one of the ra- uh, rapper's girlfriend or something. And she was like, she said, even if she said, she said she she said in her thing. It didn't even have to be anything sexual that the girls was posting in there. She just didn't feel like your friend, if your your friend should have your man in their close friends. And I guess for me, I'm just like, it comes back to that security and insecurity thing. Like, I'm not insecure enough to think that like, to, you know what I mean? To, to, to be like, Oh, he can't be in her close. Oh, why not? Like, if they friend, if they cool, why? Why couldn't she be like? I I just can't. I the correlation doesn't. Maybe again because maybe I don't use the feature like that. I just can't see what the issue would be. So for me, I'm like, I don't, I don't see what the issue would be. So I wouldn't care. But what about yourself? It's not what she posts on close friends. Not gonna lie. Um, everything that I've seen that uses close friends, it's always like sexual or, you know, like explicit pictures. So we're like, it depends on what she posts. Now, if it's just like, like some people, I have one friend. Um, she has close friends, but she posts her child. Like, I'm in her close friends, so I can see pictures of 
turn her child. So that's different because I definitely get that. Like, I try not to share anything that I wouldn't want everyone to see because I feel like it's the internet. Nothing is really, like, a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, if she posts something like that, then I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's close friends. It's, you know, just pictures that, you know, maybe this is her business page. You know, she kind of put personal pictures on her, too, instead of making a different one. I get that. But if it's like you twerking at the club and half of your boot cheek out, yeah, take them off. A matter of fact, you take yourself from time, yeah, it don't need to. I just feel like it it's a boundaries thing for me. Not so much as like just being insecure. Like it's just strictly boundaries. Like if you want your friends to see it, like that's cool. But I don't want my dude on your close friends. But see, that's why I, that's why I think that it was important that she said that it didn't even have to. When she went, she posed the question, and she went back and clarified and said that it didn't even have to be sexual stuff. She just said in general that yeah. she didn't want. That part I don't agree because I'm like, like I said, if it's just you posting some shit that you just want to be, like I said, with the one friend that I have, she posts her son. Like, I'm okay with it. Or she might post something like, I feel like her close friends is like black people. So she might post something and be like, you know, and she might say the word nigga, blah, and you see close friends. So that I can see because it's like, okay, my other people, that's not my audience. That's not who I want to hear this. I don't want people to think they're cool enough that they can say this. So that part I see. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just can't rock with it just for anything. I think people get to maybe because she's a rapper's girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah. Because really now I I fully agree with you. Like if it's sexual stuff, then you're you're right. My man don't need to be in your close friends. But like if it's just like regular shit, like memes and shit, like okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we all wanna laugh and joke and look at stupid me like so if it's just shit like that then what's the big deal but like you said if it's like sexual type shit like if they close if they treat it like it's the only fans then shit yeah okay i get it but outside of that i don't i just that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying like um it, when she made the cur- own clarification that it wasn't didn't just have to be sexual stuff then i was like okay well then i don't get it if it ain't about sexual stuff, then what's what is the issue? What will be the issue? What will be the problem? I don't know. Yeah, that's why I I ain't get that either. I'm like, I mean, okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, what should uh, you have a second question this week? What's that one? So, my second question is. As a woman, would you date a man if your car is better than his? So I saw this one floating around as well. And I was like, I don't, I mean, I feel like you have to define a better car too. Because I'm like, okay, so if he driving, if it's like a broke down, broke down car, then a part of me will feel like maybe that's indicative to his pocket. Because dudes, what I have found out in my, you know, 34 years of life is that men are very, 
particular about cars you know what I mean like they they take care of them way probably way better than a lot of of us women do they'll hand wash their shit make sure it's waxed the tires looking good they'll go get the you know what I'm saying oh they doing all the checks on the shit that's like they babies so if it's like broke down busted and stuff like that I feel like that's kind of indicative to the dude that you're dealing with so then in that sense but like if it's just like i for instance if i was driving like a range and he driving you know uh a camry or something like that then you know it is what it is not everybody you know is gonna want a expensive or a luxury car some people are frugal with they shit and you know they just want a car that gets them to point a to point b but but as long as it's taken care of then I'm 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 feel like I'm okay with it. But like if it's busted down, you know, broken exactly tail lights, <laughs> broken windows, shit like that. That's just an oddity for me to see a dude who has that because I just all the dudes I know they take such good care of their cars that it would just mm, it would make me suspicious of the dude. Like what dude riding around with that shit busted like that? Like I, it just it's weird to me. What about yourself? I'm kind of like there with you. I'm also a car snob. Like, I love cars. So I don't, I wouldn't necessarily have an issue with it. Like I said, as long, I'm like with you on it. As long as it ain't like beat up, you ain't got it clean and all of that stuff. Because everybody doesn't like think of cars the way that I think of cars. Like I... And I'm like a car style where it's like a certain type of car. Like I had one dude, he thought he had like, this when I was younger, I was dating him. He had a Chevy Aveo and he thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. And I'm like, bro, that's a, that's a, excuse me, like, that's a bitch car. <laughs> he, that was his car. And like you say, he had put rims on it. He had a radio in it. He kept it clean. The tires all nice and shiny. So it was his baby. So I can't say that. And I feel like, okay, my car better than your car because it's not a rich car. <laughs> so um yeah, I don't I would still date someone if my car was better than them. I guess in my terms of better, I'm thinking like the year, um, and maybe like the price point. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that's relative because like how you say like especially now today with cars like some of the new hondas and hondas you like that's a nice ass fucking car right like just the body of it it's like yeah you might got a range rover but that little that sonata that junk looks really fucking nice yeah or like the kia palisades it's like yeah the price points and all it different might be better but i'm not gonna knock you because you got that junk like yeah. Now, if you had a van, <laughs> I don't know if I could do a van. I'm going to ask too many questions. So, you got a soccer team? <laughs> like, um, is this what PTA means? Like, you got a van? <laughs> I need to know. Like, I feel like if you don't have children, why do you have a van? Unless it's like, okay, this was a car that was given to me or it was in my price. Like, it gotta be that reason which goes back to like, eh, should we be dating if, you know, you got a van? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's yeah. questions there. There's questions right. I gotta ask. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't. I can't do a van. I'm sorry. Right. And there's certain SUVs that I can't do either. It gives me soccer mom vibes. I don't want to see my dude <laughs> pulling up. Well, ma- like I said, maybe they have to to take care of the soccer team. You never know. Maybe they the carpool dad. Well, see, that means you got kids, but if you think <laughs> you have no kids, it's like, why you got a Honda CRV? Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> you should not be in it. Listen, man. Listen. <laughs> All right. So, my question this week is name one thing that must be present for you to um, define a relationship as love. Ooh, mm. I would say respect. Mm. That's a good um, one. I don't, I, cause I feel like they go hand in hand. I know, like it was a quote, like I read a couple years back. Like you can, was it? You can respect the people you love. Some it was some bullshit, basically. But um, I definitely feel like respect, cause I feel like if you respect me you get my wishes and you're and it's a willingness as well to say okay I respect this person so I'm willing always willing to work on this and always willing to choose love and always willing to wake up to this person so I feel like for me you gotta respect me to say okay he this person loves me because they respect me they're going to make sure that you know I'm okay um they do things because it's like okay I respect my partner like or they don't do things because I respect my partner so and I think that that for me that's love Um, so for me, I'm kind of in that similar realm. Um, I go with loyalty. I just feel like loyalty is so hard to find these days in any relationship. I'm not even just talking in between you and your partner. I'm talking about even in friendships and shit. So I just feel like, um, loyalty kind of, and it kind of piggies back into respect. Cause like if somebody respects you, then they also you know, have a, a loyalty to you or, or whatnot. And I just feel like it's just so important in a relationship to have that that bond of knowing that I can trust somebody wholeheartedly like that. You know what I mean? To be loyal to me the same way that I am loyal to them. Ooh, you know what? I probably should have said trust. I feel like I like trust better than loyalty. I'm going to change mine and I'm going to say trust because I like trust better but I feel like those can coincide see what I'm saying like all those words those little buzzwords they kind of mix mix mash up together because I feel like trust loyalty they like all of those words fall in together but I feel like I like trust better I feel like it sounds better than loyalty so we'll go with trust but all the same shit applies how about that I like that that's what I'm going with and that's all I got this all I got for relationships. I don't got nothing else this week. Nothing else profound on my end. Anything else on your end you want to add? Um, nothing else for me. All right. So then let's go ahead and jump into 
the new books tv movies reviews and i'm gonna kick us off because i know i don't remember i feel like you said you didn't have anything so i'm gonna kick us off there um so this week on hbo max they the movie free guy it came out a couple of i want to say sometime late last year i don't know it was it was in the movie theaters but it just now came out on hbo max um it stars ryan reynolds as um essentially the preface of the movie is is that he is artificial intelligence inside of a video game and he doesn't realize that He just thinks he's a real person that's living. And I just, first of all, I thought the preface was cool because like when I saw the previews for the movie and shit like that, I had no idea that that was like, I just thought it was just like an action movie or whatever like that. I had no idea that that's where this movie was going. So then when I actually went to watch, I was like, oh, this is some interesting shit. Um, So basically he's a character inside of a video game and he doesn't realize that he thinks he's a real person. And that's because the, the people who invented the video or who invented the algorithms in, in code and things for the video game, they um, built a algorithm to create artificial intelligence. So as the game went on, as people played it, the characters would get smarter and smarter and smarter. And apparently the company that they were trying to, you know, sell it to ended up stealing their tech and putting it into a super violent game called free city and so essentially in free city it's kind of like have you ever have you ever played car uh grand theft auto um okay so essentially free city kind of reminds me of grand theft auto where basically the more fucked up shit you do (laughs) um you know the 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 better score you get so in in great in free city they you know if you shoot a person then you get more points you rob people rob stores you get more money you get more points you level up etc 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 so that's the the preface of the game and um it just it just was a really interesting movie obviously ryan reynolds he's funny um i like the movies that he does he's funny to me he has a natural comedic um presence on screen or whatever without being like without essentially being a comedian but he just has this natural you know comedic presence when you watch him on in in television shows or on movies or whatever like that so it was actually a really good movie um if you're a gamer or even if you're not a gamer if you just want something lighthearted and fun to watch i highly recommend it um if you have hbo max it's obviously it's on there streaming for free Go check it out. It's really good, um, in my opinion. Like I said, it's lighthearted. It's just fun to watch. And it's, it's an interesting. It's something that I hadn't seen in sense of like um, in terms of just like the story. It was something that I hadn't seen. And so that is something else that I enjoyed. Because, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of played out on seeing the same old, same old everything that we see. Um, so it was just something different to watch. So, like I said, it's lighthearted. It's fun. Um, I'd recommend it. All right. Um, and on your end, you, you said you didn't have anything for this week, correct? No, other than I did listen to Wiz Kids album. Um, I know it's kind of old. Um, 
but I like it. Solid. Um, I always love Afrobeats anyway, but um, definitely a solid album. Didn't really skip too many songs. And of course, it has y'all all, like your favorites on there, like Burner Boy and Skepta, all them people. So that album to check out. Um, I drove back from Atlanta and listened to it. So it was good. Okay. okay. That's cool. All right. Well, that is all we got this week then for new books, TV, and reviews, uh, movies, reviews, et cetera, et cetera. Now we're going to jump into your missing for this week. Okay. Um, my missing for this week, her name is Sharita Chambers. So I guess for me, um, I chose her this week um, because there's not like a lot of information that I found on her. Um, and she doesn't have like any, you know how like missing people you see, like a lot of people come forward of like, this is her mother or whatever. She doesn't really have like a lot of those connections as well. Um, but it's basically said December 16th, I was, excuse me, October 16th, 2018. Um, she's missing from Houston, Texas. She literally just left home and disappeared. There are no, like the circumstances surrounding her disappearance are still unclear. It has not been reported whether investigators believe she is in danger or if foul play is expected. Of course, we are now in 2022, so we're almost four years later. Um, she still is missing. The last update was from six months ago. At the time of her disappearance, she stood five foot five, weigh 115 pounds. Of course, she's black. She has black, dark brown hair, brown eyes. Um, they don't have any um, details on any distinguishing marks for her. Um, she was last seen wearing a white long sleeve shirt, blue jeans, and a plaid jacket. Um, of course, if you have any information, and I promise, 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 I will get her picture up this week as well as all the other people that I've spoke about. But to contact Houston Police Department um, or local authorities. Anything else you want to add? Uh, nothing else. Oh, I do want to add something else as well. I haven't had a chance to watch the entire thing, so I don't want to give like um a review on it. But there is a four-part series on PBS, and it's a documentary that highlights the plight of missing Black women and why their case is for the word. Um, and it is called Black and Missing. Okay. All right. You said that's on PBS? Mm-hmm. All right. So something to check out. All right. So with that said, I am going to jump into my favorite part of the show, which is the nerd moment of the week. So the first thing I'm going to start with is a Fantastic Beasts update. So obviously Fantastic Beasts 3 is scheduled to premiere. I believe it's going to be sometime later in this year or maybe even early next year. I'm not sure. I feel like it's got to be later this year because, ah, okay, I see it. It's scheduled to be released in April. Um, So their final trailer, well, what I believe to be their final trailer was released, and we finally get a peek of the fight between Dumbledore and uh, Grindelwald. If you are a Harry Potter fan, then you know the story um, between Dumbledore and uh, Grindelwald. Their fight is kind of epic it's it plays into the whole um back in harry potter about how 
um, how Dumbledore ended up with the Elder Wand. So we're finally going to get to see that whole fight in Fantastic Beasts 3. Um, and so the final trailer, like I said, it kind of gives you a little sneak peek into that. And um, I'm excited for it. I think that obviously Fantastic Beasts hasn't been the greatest series in terms of a continuation for Harry Potter. Um, Fantastic Beast 1 was kind of boring. Fantastic Beast 2 kind of stepped it up. Um, and it was more interesting. So I'm hoping Fantastic Beast 3 will kind of step it up again and continue to be uh, even more interesting. Like I said, we're finally getting some meat and potatoes in terms of that that backstory with Dumbledore. So I'm excited for that portion of it. Also, um, the rest of this is pretty much dominated by the Batman news. The Batman, it did premiere this weekend. Um, it had a score on Rotten Tomatoes. At first, I saw that it was at 96% uh, before it premiered um, from, from all like the critic reviews and everything like that. But I've seen today it dropped down to 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but uh, box office numbers are in, obviously, from their opening weekend. They did $128 million domestically which is the second highest opening weekend in the pandemic era. Obviously, they are behind uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, which uh, came out last December. But it is the highest, obviously, in 2022 uh, with that $128 million. I'm not surprised, though. So many people were anticipating and looking forward to going to see this movie. I also have heard um, from a lot of the critic reviews and just from a lot of the reviews in general that Zoe Kravitz steals the show. Um, her Catwoman, they say, they said it's phenomenal. Um, I'm not surprised. Even in the preview, she kind of stood out um, in terms of she. In, in general, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge Batman fan at anyway so her in the previews is actually what made me want to go see the film like um i wasn't sold on robert pattinson as you know as batman as bruce wayne um so it actually took my brother he to to kind of talk me talk to me about it he was like well if you watch some of the animated then you know that the his version of the batman is kind of like earlier so he kind of walked me through and i was like oh okay okay that makes a little bit more sense but even that couldn't really sell me too much but seeing zoe in the previews as catwoman you know i just felt like okay she's gonna eat this role and i can't wait to see i feel like she's gonna steal the scenes and from what critics are saying she pretty much kind of steals the show a little bit when it comes to this movie so i, I don't know if i'm gonna go watch it in theaters because like i said i'm not a huge batman fan especially since i know that it'll probably it's more than likely being that it's dc and it's warner brothers it's going to premiere on HBO Max at some point. I'm probably I'm guessing they'll probably do like they did with some of the Marvel films that first premiered in the theaters um, with Shang-Chi and with um, the Eternals, where it was in the theaters for like 45 days or something like that before it um, moved to Disney Plus. So I'm guessing the Batman will probably do something similar to that. So I don't know if I'm going to go see it in theaters or not, or if I'm just going to wait till it comes on HBO Max. But nonetheless, um, salute to them. Um, I expected it to be really, to be, you know, semi-good. So we'll see. I don't know. I haven't decided, because I haven't decided if I'm going to go see it or not in theaters. But 
we shall see. Mm-hmm. Also, in in kind of sticking in the Batman world, Zoe Kravitz she recently revealed that she um, auditioned for a part in the Dark Knight Dark Knight Rises, and the director. The reason she didn't get the part or she lost the role is because the director told her that she was too dark skinned and that she was too urban for the character. And like if you've seen Zoe Kravis, you you're I'm just like, huh? What? How much lighter do you want? You want her to be clear or listen? That's what I said. I said, I have never in my life considered Zoe Kravitz dark skin anything so I'm just like for a director to say that she was too dark for the role like the fuck so basically just say you want a white woman (laughs) (laughs) like because Zoe Kravitz is as light as they come okay so nonetheless I just found that like when she revealed that I found that fascinating I'm just like wow shame on whoever directed I think it was Matt is it Matt Reeves who directed the the dark right uh, I have to look it up, but I believe his name is Matt Reeves who did the, who directed the Dark Knight Rises. I'm not sure 100 percent on that. I'll correct it in the next episode um, after I have time to look it up. But nonetheless, that just boggled my mind there. Like I couldn't believe that. Um, and I, I bet you she probably sat there with in mind was fucking boggled. Like probably thinking I have never in my life been on any audition and heard that shit so um but nonetheless um that is all that i have this week i know it's pretty short and pretty dc heavy in terms of the batman but i mean that's pretty much the big story right now in Nerdland. everybody's talking about the batman and and you know all the upcoming dc projects that are upcoming. so nonetheless that is all I have for the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Fallon Nothing else for me. All yeah. right. So then per usual, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and sticking with us. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. And I hope you have a good night. Good night. Good night.